Hello, hello. Today's story is called The Library Bus by Bahram Rahman. And we have Harper here, and she has a hiccup, so you might hear a little bit of the hiccups while I'm reading. You can't quite hear them. <laughs> They'll be quiet. Can you hear them? Um, I'm not sure. We'll see. There was one, huh? Tiny hiccup. Arrange the books. Clean up. Be nice to the other girls, Perry repeats under her breath. You'll be great, Mama says, giving Perry a hug. Today is Perry's first day as Mama's library helper, but this is no ordinary library. This one is on wheels, and it's, all, it's the only library bus in all of Kabul. Instead of seats, it has so many books that Perry can barely count them all. The streets are still dark when Pari and Mama leave home. Their first stop is a small village tucked in the valley between two gray mountains. A fiery sun rises over the passing fields. A group of girls stands under a giant oak tree, waiting patiently. They're waiting for the library bus. One girl waves her chador. Over here, she shouts. I think that's her um, scarf. One's in the tree. Pari opens the back door and everyone climbs inside. The girls return the books they borrowed last week and search the shelves for new books to read. Salam, my girls. Let's make a circle now, Mama says in a calm voice. Everyone pays attention. We are going to practice some English. First, they sing the alphabet song. Then they count from one to ten. When the lesson ends, our girl in yellow skips over to Pari. Are you new here, she asks. What's your name? Do you live here on the bus? Can you print ABC? I can print the letters all the way to Z. She talks very fast. I can print them too, Pari says quickly. But Pari can't even read or write in Farsi yet. What is Farsi? It's a language. Mama starts the bus. And they're off to a refugee camp beyond the mountains. What's a refugee? Um, they're people who are, they've had to leave. Their, I know. They're forced to leave their homes because, um, war. Yeah, exactly. So there's a refugee camp of people, and it's beyond the mountains. The old city spreads out in front of them like the colorful embroidered scarves in the Grand Bazaar. That's like the great marketplace. Tiny houses, dusty roads, one hill after another, and then a ring of rugged mountains. Pari fidgets with her zipper. When did you learn ABC, Mama? She asks. Sorry, she says, when did you learn ACD, Mama? She asks. Oh, you mean ABC? That's the English alphabet. Just like Alif, Be, Te, and Farsi. Mama takes a deep breath. Grandpa taught me a long time ago. When I was young, girls were not allowed to go to school to learn to read or write. I had to hide in the basement to study. Pari wonders if Mama was ever afraid in Grandpa's basement. It's always dark brown, dark down there. Pari, when you go to school next year, I want you to study hard. Never stop learning. Then you will be free. Tell me now, she adds with a wink. How does learning make you feel? And she says, free! Pari screams, raising her arms in the air. It is midday when they arrive at the camp. Pari sees rows and rows of tents. There's dust everywhere. What did they say? Um, it says UNHCR, so I think it's whatever agency is helping them that's there. That's the name of the, the organization that's helping them have some tents to sleep in at this camp. There's dust everywhere and the kids have patches on their clothes. Sometimes if you have a hole in your clothes, you can patch it up with another piece of fabric. Mm. Mama announces, those who need notebooks and pencils, go to Pari. 
and those exchanging books come to me. Pari is surrounded by a crowd of girls asking for school supplies. I need a new pencil, a curly-haired girl shouts. Another girl squeezes her way to the front of the line. Give me a notebook, she says, jumping up and down with excitement. Soon everyone is ready for a lesson. A, B, C, D, repeat after me. One more time. Mama makes it sound like a beautiful song. A, B, C, Pari sings to herself very softly. As they leave... You skipped D. She just said A, B, C. She didn't get to D. But you didn't say D. Yeah, she just says A, B, C. No, up there. Oh, I think I did, but maybe I missed it. As they leave the camp, Pari reads the large letters written on the tents. W, F, P, and the next one is U, N, H, C, R. That's what you saw on the tents, right? Good job, Pari, Mama cries. You got them right. Pari beams with pride. Back at home, Pari makes Mama, um, Pari helps Mama make dinner. A bowl of hearty bean shorba with chunks of potato and carrot. At the table, she asks, next year, will you teach me to read? And she, she's picturing herself in a classroom with other girls ready to in learn. In the front. Yeah, she's sitting at the front. Mama says, you will go to a real school in the city. Why can't those girls go to a real school too, Pari asks. There are no schools for girls in the village or the camp. They only have the library bus once a week. But I will help them the same way your grandpa helped me. At bedtime, Mama kisses Pari's forehead. You did well today. Pari smiles and gives Mama a snug hug. She thinks about the girls in the village and the girls in the camp. She thinks about the library bus, the new places they will go, and the new girls they will meet tomorrow. And that is the end. There's a note at the end from the author that says a note about refugee camps. When war, famine, or natural disaster forces large numbers of people to leave their homes, many end up living in refugee camps. These camps have only basic shelters, usually tents. The people who live there don't have access to normal ways of getting work, food, or schooling. The letters Pari reads on the tent at the refugee camp are the names of two organizations that help people in these conditions. The World Food Program, WFP, provides food to displaced people. The United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, UNHCR, protects them. The UNHCR also helps displaced people to return home once it's safe or to begin the long process of finding a new country to settle in.